Good luck with it all. She retied her sarong, tilted her sunglasses from the crown of her head to her eyes, and walked to the gate that led from the yard to the beach. She moved at a relaxed pace that, Neil figured, was meant to dispel any suggestion of retreat or defeat. The man in the cap watched her go, too. There was no one else in the yard. The two of them followed the girl's departing curves in what felt to Neil like collusive appreciation. Know what I think? He was English, too. Do I want to? It's your socks. Definitely the socks. Neil instinctively processed the man's accent for class and geography, as the true-born English must. Received pronunciation. Southern, but not London. Posh, those giveaway vowels. Not so posh as to be alien, but unmistakably a few rungs above Neil, at the upper, genteel end of the expansive and nuanced middle. They hadn't met before. That wasn't what the connection had been. They're my best pair. No socks. The man removed his sunglasses and put down his magazine. He was handsome in a straightforward, symmetrical way and slim with a medium-rare English tan. He was roughly the same age as Neil. Uncool. Not even with your trainers. Trust me, really. They make you look like a kid. Neil glanced down at his off-white tennis-style socks and at the man's boots into which his slender legs slid naked, then felt gulled and foolish for looking. Thanks for the advice, he said. Who should I make the check out to? Don't mention it, the man said. This one's on the house. He laughed, loud and confidently, rocking his head back. Neither of them found a way to graduate from one-upmanship to conversation. The man picked up his magazine, smiled and followed the girl out through the gate, watched by Neil alone. There was a keg party in the yard that night, with all-you-can-drink beer for the guests and anyone else who wandered in from the beach. Neil came down from his shower just as the biker who supervised the entertainment was hauling in the barrel and pumping apparatus. The sandy breeze blowing in from the ocean civilised the heat. Neil already preferred the evenings in California. He could legitimately cover up the pale, unmuscular body that embarrassed him on the beach in the afternoons. His features suited the half-light. Wide-set, almost black eyes, long, feminine eyelashes, lipstick-pink lips that sometimes appeared theatrical against his luminous skin. He had a large beauty-spot mole on his left cheek, with a matching blemish on his neck. When he swiveled his eyes downwards, the mole on his cheek seemed to him to loom blurrily at the edge of his vision. He stationed himself at the side of the yard and leaned against the wall, his back to the hostel's door. A voice behind him said, "'Buy you a drink?' Neil didn't turn. Sure round, Casanova. The man approached the barrel and filled two plastic cups with watery American beer. He had ditched the baseball cap. He had shaggy, dirty blonde hair in the low-rent romantic poet style that Neil knew was fashionable among a certain breed of public schoolboy. They stood side by side against the wall, swigging in unison. The biker produced a microphone and a pair of thigh-high speakers, which he set up on the landward side of the yard, outside some unfortunate guest's window. Adam. Neil. I know. They shook hands. Adam proved to be franker than the types of people Neil was used to, and the casual manner of his openness suggested he would have been the same if they had met at home. This wasn't intimacy exactly. No dark secrets were disclosed. Adam didn't give the impression that he would have many of those, rather a clear run of frictionless and unblemished accomplishments. 
He was transparent in the manner of someone who doesn't expect to lose anything by it. He had graduated from university in June, history at Durham, he said, and come out to California before starting work. I wonder who's paying, Neil thought. Actually, he was supposed to travel with his girlfriend, Adam continued. It had been her idea, Chloe's. She had always wanted to visit Los Angeles, see Venice Beach and the Hollywood sign. They both had. They split up just after their finals. It was mutual. But Adam had thought, fuck it, I'll go anyway. No, he didn't have a job waiting for him in England, but he planned to get into television. Ever since he saw the footage of the Ethiopian famine, he had wanted to make documentaries, and a difference. Before he flew out, he sent off a load of applications and begging letters. He was hoping something would have come of them by the time he got home. His mother was keeping an eye out for any encouraging envelopes. He had landed in L.A., but come straight down to San Diego on the Greyhound, intending to meander.